time we go on a little mm-hmm. hiatus because we're back mm-hmm. <sighs> i'm sure y'all missed us of course they missed us how are you doing girl how have you been it's been a minute how are you feeling any highlights uh shout out to all the teachers out there mm-hmm. because it's almost the end of the school year and we are ripping our hair out because mm-hmm. we are tired it I has know, been right? a long year, long year and it's like days like literal days until the end of the school year, so I'm just itching. So you're counting, counting down. Six more days. Damn. Okay, it's there. It's right there. Right, like I could touch it. How are your students doing? Is was this a good academically? Was this a good school year for you and your kids? I think I bust ass this year. Okay. Personally, like I did you a lot. Ass. Okay. Like I really, really like my scores. I hit all my goals for my students. Okay, that's awesome. You know, we were one of the top scoring. <laughs> Top score classes. Okay, you better brag on that. Brag uh, on yourself you know what now. I mean? Like I've, I've been working real hard. The field trip, we went on it. It was great. It was a successful day. We, you know, I've been doing a lot of great things this year. Amen. So, shout out to that. Amen. I like that. Good for you. Good for you. So you said that's your highlight, the fact that it's almost over. Yes. Right. 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 Yes. But oh no, I have a real highlight. Though. Okay. So okay, this is funny. So every so often, I'm silly. I'm a silly teacher. So I'll just bust out in a British accent. Just like, okay. start teaching. Let's hear some. Okay, so like I'll be like, okay, boys and girls, bro, um, please write on your name on the paper. You know what I mean? Like I just be funny with the kids. And then, you know, they, they laugh. Some of them are like, ah, stop. So then anyway, one day I ask a question and one of my students answers in her British accent. 
Really? That's so cute. And it was great. It was actually a really good accent. So I asked her, I was like, you've been practicing that accent? She was like, yeah, I've been practicing today. I was going to do it. I'll be working on it at home. <laughs> you know, that's that's good right there because you're actually helping them build some sort of skill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what if she wants to end up being in media, right? Maybe newscasting, uh, maybe voice, um, voice act, acting. acting, you know me, an actor, whatever. Like, that's actually a good job. That's Thank good. Thank you. I just, it was just so cute. I was like, I can't believe, like, uh-huh. she like, clearly got that for me. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, they really pay attention yeah. to everything I do. Uh-huh. It's so funny. I like that. Good job. Good job. As for me, my highlight, it's like sometimes it's hard to, like, kind of remember what the highlight was mm-hmm. i need to start you know what i need to start doing again i used to journal oh really like just yeah I, girl bought me some nice journal years ago like i need to go back to journaling and just write out like my emotions my feelings how my day went mm-hmm. but you know what i think my highlight in the past two weeks i think one day i was just like be still mm. be at peace you know what I'm saying? Like, just because I know I was texting you other like, I'm just like, it's always going to be some stressful thing going on. Right. It's a life. It's always going to be something like, it's just always something, you know, mm-hmm. whether with work, whether your personal life, your family life, kids, you personally, your body, your health, it's always something. And for me, it's just like, I feel like for a while I was always on like, oh my Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? Stressing, mm-hmm. but it's just like, okay, I didn't extra stress to it. So what is that going to solve? Like, exactly. It's not, because even the Bible says worrying does not add an extra day to your life. It should. It, it, it's not going to add anything. If anything, take it away. It take away, G. It makes the situation much worse. So for me, I'm just, I think I've, I would like to say I've come to the part where I am at peace. Like, even when a stressful situation is going on, I'm just like, it's okay. Even when I wake up and I'm super tired, I'm just like, I'm just like, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just being more thankful and just being more calm. And I've been doing that, like, consistently, you know? So it feels good. So I don't wake up as, I used to wake up stressed. I used to wake up, like, again. Like, tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing if you're physically tired, but also sometimes we are mentally and emotionally tired. And it kind of makes it the physical tiredness much worse, right? Because right. our mental and emotional health manifests physically as well. Exactly. Like, you just be drained. Exactly. You're just exhausted. Like, what is life? There are moments I'd be like, what is this life about? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, what is this? Now what is this life about? Like, what? You know, but I think I'm at peace, and that's my highlight for me to just be at So, I, even me being at peace, I think I, I appreciate my son much more. I just be standing at him mm-hmm. like, oh life even with work i'm just like oh i love my job podcast okay we're podcasting like i'm i'm calm that's the highlight i met this lady today and um she was saying like she ain't gonna let nothing stress her out in life no more you know she got five kids she's a single mother um she said she ain't gonna let nothing stress her out like she's learned to choose her moments and choose her battles so she even said like you know when her birthday month come around she just leave the kids in the house and just leave I'm I'm assuming the kids are a little bit old enough. To no, just the oldest is seventeen. So she's oh, okay, like, okay, okay, okay. But okay. then the rest are little. So the seventeen year old will be with the other little kids. Okay, okay. So for the month, yeah, for the whole month. For the month. I mean, hey, I don't know what her story is. She probably don't. Not her story. You know, she probably struggled, worked hard, and takes care of the kids. And if she's a good mom, like she's probably like, I need a little break. Oh, I didn't know that was look. Hey, I didn't know we could leave our kids for a month. Wait, what do you mean? I'm, I'm assuming she's saying, like, I'll go out and I'll come back home. No, she said she'd be out. She'd leave them kids alone for, like, a month. She did. 
Okay, no, I don't accept that one. <laughs> That's what no, I'm now, I was like, oh. oh get a, in that case, get a nanny then. If if it's that deep, get yeah, a, a living you nanny. No, she can't afford no nanny. I think it's definitely unfair that for parents who make their kids, you know, have that parental role over their siblings as mm-hmm. well. It's one thing you babysit. Okay, fine. But you also, like, make them take that Raise position. As, no, I don't like that. I found out today one of my students ain't been coming to school because she been watching her baby brother. How? What is your student? Seven, seven eight. eight. How old is the baby brother? Like three. How is a seven year old watching a three year old? And see, so this is how we mess up this kid's psyche, G. I'm telling you, it just be crazy. A seven year old should still be like doing some dumb stuff that you're like, you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're seven. The seven year old need the babysitter still. Yes. I would not leave my seven year old at home by himself. No. 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 Absolutely not. And so then not to watch no kid on top of it. But look, I work in the hood. Damn, but you just took away from my highlight of that. Oh, I thought you were spreading <laughs> peace. I was trying to get I it. I was spreading peace, but then you got me thinking like, damn. No, but we at peace with it, dude. <laughs> not, no, not at peace with that bullshit. No, I'm at peace because I had the same revelation, all jokes aside. Mm-hmm. As far, you know, I just had the same revelation like, damn, you know, I just can't control everything. Yeah, you cannot. I and be at can. peace with what you cannot control. It's like, look, ain't that the serenity prayer? It is. So, know what you can control, what you cannot control. And have the wisdom to discern. Yep. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Dami, you know how we like to start. How do we start? All right, you guys, we like to start with that. And just quick notes, y'all. My baby's a little bit active today, so you guys are going to hear some screaming in the background. It is what it is. I'm just going to give you a, like, an apology. I'm sorry for the noise, but still enjoy the episode. Okay, it's that time. Look, well, realism. Like he a taller, he a taller, taller now. Okay, so grow with us, glow with us. Okay, okay, go ahead. Anyway, so you guys, um, you know, shit. Sorry to damper your mood a little bit more, Erica, because <laughs> we definitely have to begin our episode talking about some of the more somber um, parts of the week, and of those somber parts of the week, including what we kind of missed in our time being gone. Um, there were two very, Im- I don't want to say important, but notable shootings that right, happened. Right. Um, we had the shooting that happened at the grocery store in Buffalo, New York, where um, about how many people was it, like eight people lost yeah, their lives? eight to ten. Eight to ten people yeah, lost their people. lives at a grocery store, um, which was officially ruled a hate crime because what it was was a, uh, a white man walked into this grocery store and targeted... African Americans. He literally Googled African American grocery stores near me. Black community, yeah. Black communities near me. So that was a hate crime. And then shortly after that, literally 10 days later, we have the um, tragic shooting in Uvalde, Texas at Robb Elementary School, which is now officially the um, biggest school shooting mm. in America with 22 people dying, 19 children and two adults Um, and the story just keeps getting worse and worse and worse Um, to add insult to injury the husband of one of the teachers who passed away the husband of Irma Garcia Joe Mm. Garcia Mm. passed away yesterday from a heart attack Ah, Um, you know which is kind of being attributed to heartbreak of course and they left four kids behind Four kids. Four Oldest kids is twenty three. Youngest is fourteen. Ah, um, man. Ah. And there is one survivor. 
one, little girl. one little girl survivor and she describes she says that the way that she survived is because she went into survival mode and she put the blood of her classmate next to her on her and played dead and she even went on to say that the classmate next to her was alive originally and died next to her She's traumatized. She said that she is traumatized. She's in complete shock. The family's and you know, as a teacher, you know, you being a teacher as a parent, it's how can you fathom? You know, because it's just like schools should be one of the safest person it places. You know, your kids at school, they're safe. They're fine. They're not out on the streets. They're not in somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? They're they're not even home alone. Yeah. They are at school. At school with supervised professionals, principals, teachers, other students. You know what I'm saying? So to for for that to be, it's literally it. in America. It's a dangerous place. This, there have been over 200 mass shootings in America in this year alone. We've never reached half of the year. Yeah, there's been over 200 shootings. America is the top one country, the top country with most um, mass shootings. I just every every time we have a mass shooting, I preach the same thing. We've been on here saying the same thing multiple times yep. about how we just need gun control. Mm. And we need gun control. So basically the 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 shooter for of this of the, the elementary school, the eighteen yes. year old boy, I don't remember his name. And you know, the media try to post that, oh, you know, he was bullied, he was poor. He was bullied because of his clothes. Um, some of his co-workers said that, oh, he used to, like, you know, he's harsher with women. He abuses women. Mm-hmm. Of course, his parents now coming out, you know, they're saying they're very sorry that he was never a violent boy. Yes, and the name of the shooter is Salvador Ramos. And he's dead, right? He's dead. And it's just like... <sighs> the whole thing is tragic, because even the fact that it was an 18-year-old shooter gets me. I'm like... That he went to buy guns on I'm his like, birthday. He literally was what graduated like the week before. Like he, he just turned eighteen. It just is. Like, he just turned eighteen, and he went uh, to buy him some guns. It's just so much that's flawed. And they showed so his much. his DM messages with a, a fellow friend, whatever. He was like, "I'm about to do it. I'm about to air it out." Just, it's scary because this is not the first, second, third, fourth time that this is happening. And then what has the government done? I saw on a tweet where a survivor of the Columbine shooter mm. shooting, which you know everybody knows that was in 1998. So the Columbine shooting, um, uh, a guy tweeted like, "Us survivors of the Columbine shooting have kids in fourth grade." Ah! So like, imagine the double trauma is like, what the hell? Gee, as a parent, I I think about now i'm thinking about it constantly like okay should one i was talking to my clients one of this and we're like girl we better let's start thinking about homeschooling as an educator i do i don't like i i hate that it has to come to that because it's like it messes kids up socially yeah it like, really it, does because i can see what quarantine did to the kids exactly you know so the I mean? social aspect they'll be lacking in that in that part but, but I it's like i'd rather my child be socially awkward than to be no dead. because i get it because even like literally the next day me and my co-teacher were at work we like if it was a shooting right now how would we get out we literally sat there in that school and we said no 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 what's the pl-? like I, I think that 
there is a lot that people don't people say all the time, right? Like this is why we need guns, cause if people somebody had a gun, this is any other. So basically, y'all teachers are supposed to be strapped. Y'all we teachers were, need to be strapped. And in some places, teachers are are strapped. But me, I'm tell you this: even if I had the gun, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know if emotionally that would like you know what I mean. Like, like it's not you to be like I'm ready twenty four. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trained for that. That's a certain. Damn, I thought you said you were a gangster. You from Calumet City? I never was the shooter. I was the fighter. I tell you guys, <laughs> I'm pro throwing hands, but I've always you been ain't the shooter. I don't like guns. I look you thinking I'm gonna be the shooter, bitch. <laughs> Oh, Bill? No, I'm thinking I, mean, I am. Here's the thing. It's like, yes, everybody going to say that, but you just never know the adrenaline of the of moment. Of course. For me, I just be thinking, like, damn, I have all these little-ass kids, too. This, that, and the other. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, yeah, you going to shoot. If the, it's you there and the gun, you going to shoot, obviously. But you still don't even know when you in that And it's moment. like, and it's just kind of what, to me, it's not even like if I'm going to shoot. It's like, what kind of shot is it going to be? What the fuck do you mean? What type of shot? You think I'm going to be, is this top gun? Am I going to aim correctly? Listen, you know what? You know what we should do before the end of the year? Because I'm not going to push on ourselves. Before the end of the we year, should we, should go gun, we should go to a gun raid. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Fermi's, um dad has been telling me, he, you know, he's saying that, listen, you need to do this. Just for safety. You know what I'm saying? Get a gun and get your Ford card and, um, you know, get a safe box where you put yeah. it. But you just never know. I and don't know. Even being in Chicago is making me realize, like, bitch, you got to stay on ready. <laughs> You, you gotta stay on. And I, y'all know me. I don't. I, I never choose violence. I'm the one talking about. Listen, I'm a snitch. I'm, I'm like. I'm not. I'm, I'm keeping it real. You be the one like. Oh, you, I'm not for the throwing hands fighting. I've never been in my in a fight in my life. But G, me and my mother has put me in a different level. G, like I got to be ready. <laughs> no, it's scary because it's just like even to you know the next day after that shooting. It was a, a carjacking next to my school, and it was a shoot, like a gun, a gunman. It was a shooting. Did you panic with that? They whispered in my ear, I ain't panic, because I was just like, oh, they shooting outside. Is that be- normal for y'all on the south side of Chicago? Yes and no. Okay. It's like you always know it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, because one time we was at like, dismissal when they were shooting. Like the kids was outside, we all had to come inside. And what's unfortunate now, the backpacks for kids, bulletproof backpacks, they're now like, it, it's it, it, people are buying it. Because what you going to do? People are buying it. Like, they say, this is going out, G. Of course, because it's kind of like... Because here's the reality, too, of education, right? People need... The the way that the school system is structured, the way that America is structured, is that you do need the school, right? Mm -hmm. Because where are your kids going to go all day? Yeah. Like, a lot of people... Yeah, you... In theory, it sounds great to say, I'm going to homeschool my Mm -hmm. kid. But are you either going to, A, hire that tutor to be your homeschool kid or work from home? Because Homeschool, the, honestly, is best for stay-at-home moms that do yeah, not work from home. that don't work from home because I, you still got to do the teaching. No, I have clients that homeschool their kids, mm-hmm. you know, due to health issues. and um, But she also works. But it's tough. She's like, you know, 30, 40 minutes a day is what we do. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I'm like, is that enough? Is that it's all not. it's not? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, she gets to work done. They have like a, you know. Um, There's a thing that they have to they follow. They have to follow and all that. But I've, I have a couple that a couple of clients that do that. But it's just like you, to be able to really do it well, you have to be a stay-at-home mom that has, like, you're not having any other job. But this is your job. Like, full-time. It's not easy, G. Yeah. Or you hire somebody. And you know what? This is, like, even just working and all this shit, this is, like, completely on a tangent because I do want to get back to something with this mm-hmm. shooting. But it's, like, it's made me realize how much that I really, I want to give, 
I want to be in an upper school system, private schools, high tax community, Jeez. upper schools. Because quite frankly, you know what I mean? Not saying that they're obstruct from, you know, they're exempt from school students, God forbid. You know what I mean? That's just a, it is what it is type of thing. Anybody, it can get anybody at any time. But I just think that, like, just even the environment, the things, the, Gee. you know, the resources Absolutely. these kids have. Just a lot of different things where it's like, I wouldn't be putting this predicament if I ain't living in the hood. I think you should. Again, I have so many clients. And my client, oh, I have another client, and she used to teach in Georgia. She moved to Chicago. She's like, I'm not finna cheat in Chicago. She, because in Georgia, she taught in a private school. Mm-hmm. It's a different different level of Baby class. Yes. It comes with little things because she's like, you know, she can't wear her locks. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, little, you know what I mean? But she's like, it's a different level. The communication between the parents, is, it's the standard. It's different. But she's like, in Chicago, I, I don't have the energy to deal with Girl. that. I'd rather have a basic job than to deal with the people in Chicago. Okay. The school system in Chicago. The administrative, administrative system. You know what I'm saying? The politics that are involved, the parents that are involved. Oh okay. my damn! So I think you should, G. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's like okay, coming back to the shooting in mm-hmm. New UVLV. Something that really struck me as well was the policing around it. Yes. So you know, um, now that everything is kind of coming out, it's been coming out that a couple of things. One, the police did not go in for forty minutes. This shooting lasted forty hey. minutes. Police were there. Mm-hmm. But who else was there? ICE. Immigration. What? ICE was there. Because if you notice, you know, obviously, it clearly was a Latin, a Latin yeah. school. Yeah. Even the shooter was Latin. Even the shooter was Latin. It's a Latin community. Yeah. Um, how sick is it that Texas government took this as the opportunity to round up immigrants? How disgusting. Like, that was priority? How, how filthy. Yeah, huh. yeah, called FBI, CIA, SWAT team. It's ICE. How it's so y'all finna? Was it, it a prince y'all gonna take or what? The kids or what? My like reading details. It really also reminded me how bad I wanted to move to Canada after watching Degrassi, and I was like, "Don't let go," because if this is America, no, America is not the top country. It's not uh, like the it country anymore. It's not. Ugh. It's far from It's it. giving third world. It's giving, like, this is just, dis- like, we're disgusting. I'm disgusted. It was it was an act of disgusting behavior. The fact that the police was sitting here talking about, yeah, you know, we ain't go because we was worried. We was trying to de-escalate. They said it was a police officer that went in there, got his kids, and that was that. Hey. Got his God. kids and left the rest of them kids. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Parents is out there ready with their guns because it's a character. Parents, they said parents was out there to the point where they devised their own plan to go in and get their kids. Yeah, I can't I, imagine. I, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. I know if it's me and Thomas, big big Thomas, we will go over in that bitch. <laughs> I know that for a fact. My police could shoot us, bitch, but we will go in there. It's ah, and it's crazy because was it one of the kids said that um. The police was like, oh, if you're in there, say help or something like that, right? Yes. And she said, help. And the dude shot her. This case. These are kids. No, these are babies. 
No, this how you know on Twitter it all I see is R.I.P. 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 I'm like I'm need to stay off social media. Gym. It trauma. I'm a teacher, yeah. yeah no, I was very shook died. up. How does that make you feel I was as a shook teacher? Because I know what those teachers felt. Because mm. all jokes aside, my kids get on my fucking nerves, but I know at the end of the day, I it's would put my life uh, yeah. up, up there for them. It's like, damn, these are my kids, but I would, I just couldn't. You with them? Sometimes, these are my babies. Sometimes too. teachers are with kids and know the kids more than parents do. These are my babies too, and their parents know. They call me mama. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like we we it, it it just I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. How? Because it's like it's all these kids and it's just us. I don't have anything. All I have right this moment is just me knowing that I tried my best. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, damn, could somebody have tackled this boy? What would we have done? I'm thinking like, man, what kind of action movie stunts yeah, like, would I do? Like, it's nothing. Would I have grabbed the book? What, what do you do? We was, I'm telling you, we were sitting there thinking like, should we barricade the doors? You know, like, should we barricade the doors? What, like, what would we do in this situation? And it's just as like, it's just sad that it is a reality of being a teacher now. It's sad. That's a casualty of my job. Ah, that is a casualty of my job now. One of the parents used AMT. He said that you know he had to take care of one of the girls, mm. one of the students that got shot. His daughter died. Like his daughter was also another victim with this with the shooting. It's 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 scary. Ah. I pray that God comforts their hearts. Oh, like yeah. it's just I, I I pray that God comforts their hearts. It's a pain I never ever in my life wanna know. No, because I don't need to know it. I only I've only had my son for a year, but a little bit I don't remember what my life was without him. Like I remember like, oh I used to do this, but it's just like what was it without him? You know what I'm saying? I have so much I mean I'd be more tired now, but I have so much joy. With him, like the amount of the joy that I have, I cannot even explain. So without him, and then to imagine having your kid for seven, eight years, like they develop a personality, they yeah. talk to you, they tell you they love you, like they're a per. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then that whole human being is gone. Ah, that for God forbid. Now that shit really messed me up. I'm, I, God forbid. I, I, I really like. I I. Every time I think about it, I move to tears. It is the most horrifying. I remember how I felt with Sandy Hook. But that's how I felt. I was like, they killed kindergartners. These is fourth graders. They killed kindergartners. For me. 19. Well, you know, let's even break it down. What's going on really in your head, right? To kill kids. That you said that I'm going to go to, going to kill kids. Like you, you. Yeah, you say you're gonna go and kill kids. You are deranged. You didn't say let me go and target my bullies. He killed his he, grandmother. He, you say he killed his grandmother. I mean, he shot his grandmother. She's still alive. She fine. He shot her. Yes, he shot his grandmother first. She's still fine. She on life support or something like that. <laughs> his grandmother bullied her. Bully no, her. he just was on the ring. He got that gun and went blicky crazy. So like. I'm just like, okay, parents. That's why parents you need to pay attention to your kids. Like you have to be invasive without being invasive. You know what I'm saying? Where like you. You have to know what's going on with them mentally, emotionally. Like, are you okay? What's going on, G? Because it's like, okay, as a parent, the dad and the mom's like, he was never violent. He was okay. I don't even think that boy lived with his parents. I think they need to stop talking the, the to his dad, parents. The dad was like, I wish he had killed me instead. These Obviously, they don't talk to this, their son. They don't. It's he, just like, oh, he in the house. He came in. Okay, cool. I Eat think he food. lives with his grandmother, actually. 
And I think they just don't want to tell the truth. The baby, that boy don't live with them. That's why they don't know nothing. That's why they can't say anything. They have nothing to add to the conversation of their son is not just a murderer, a mass murderer, and an infamous mass murderer. Mm. That's just that. There's nothing to add to that. Anyway. And you know, just I mean, may they rest in peace. I everybody hope, from, I the, from the from the from the the um, Buffalo shooting to the you know there was a shooting at a, for at Asian American church soon after that Buffalo shooting. Wow, you know it's just even after that Buffalo shooting, a guy went to where did he go to? It was a white man. He went to a black. I forgot where. Especially, was there another black supermarket? It was somewhere that he went to in Harlem when they mm. ended up beating him up. Because mm. he went there to basically target and mm. bully and be racist to black mm. people and try to do some shit. But it'd be his ass up. Mm. You know, I think we're definitely at a time where racism is at its peak. It's it's so ironic, right? Because I think, especially our generation, mm. we really thought we out, we, we was done with it. Mm-hmm. I think it was taught to us in such yeah. a archaic way like the civil rights movement was then you know it was a then thing segregation was then racism was then we're in the new millennium Mm. and it's so it's it's really poetic that we are here and so much shit that we all used to talk to oh if i was my ancestors couldn't have been me Mm. what i would do Mm. and here we are being faced with the equivalent we right here equivalent racism is slapping us in the face not even to the extent that it did the elders. Yeah. And we, what are we doing? What's, what are we doing? What are we doing with it? What can we do? What can we do? We can stop. We can we can start figuring out what we want our morals we need to get together. and ideals. Yeah, we need to start agreeing like what is black. We need to get together because we need to really be like black lives matter. Because, you know, I was talking to this with my mother-in-law. We are talking about oh, black lives matter like. It was a fake-ass movement. Oh, Black Lives Matter? The yes. same people that stole the money to go get the mansion? It, it was a, oh, okay. a fake-ass movement. You know, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, also white people, they took their little parts of the movement and tried to make it, they made it some little big thing besides the lady, whatever her name is, that used the money to go buy her, herself a mansion mm-hmm. and all that. But, like, even with all the stuff that still happens in Chicago, gee, the looting, white people started that shit. Even this crazy stuff that happens downtown, White kids are there, but they only show the black kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The looting that happened last year, 2020, 2021, they've not fixed 79th Street. Sure have not. They've not fixed Southside. A lot of those uh, businesses just... They hurry up and fix downtown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what is what really is Black Lives Matter? And as black people, do we, do we really think our lives matter? Are we moving in that mode notion that our lives matter? And I want to ask, because, you know, I think, too... A lot of the diaspora gets lost in this story of civil rights. Because mm. we have uncles that's been here since the mm. 60s and 50s. You know mm. what I'm saying? That mm. really, that went to HBCU. Yeah. You just be discovering, like, bro, you went to TSU. You don't even know. Like, you know what I mean? And I want to ask them, what, how did you identify with blackness? What did that mean to you? Because mm. we, lo- we know it as such a unified moment in yeah. black history. And I want to ask them, like, did you feel like, did you feel like, oh, this is something that I'm getting behind, that I can support, that I'm mm. doing this, and this is a clear direction of what I, what my assignment is as a black person in this country? 
Mm-mm. Or is it as confused as now? Because now I feel like we don't know what we're doing. And it's like, we don't know what we're can doing I now. even claim black? And who's black? And are you I think, black? I think it's more confused now. Yeah. There was more unity back then. But you know what? Let's move. Let's let's move on to yeah, because I know there. I know we could talk an hour for this, and we definitely talked thirty minutes about this shit. We should. Then we went in. All right, we should talk about politics. We should talk about America. You know, Texas and shit. Oklahoma legislature um, passes bill banning ab- abortion at any moment of conception. So if you're a girl like me who found out she was pregnant at seven weeks, I cannot get an abortion. You cannot get an abortion. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's ridiculous. And this also involves all types, right? Because we know that, you know, besides the fact that maybe you're just still not ready for a child. You know what I'm saying? Besides, besides, despite, um, despite the fact that maybe you were raped, mm. which is a serious case. It's serious. Incest was involved. Serious case. Or a or pregnancy even if, that won't make it. The pregnancy, even if you're married, okay? And it's like, all right, you know what? You need to get rid of this pregnancy because it's the child won't make it. Or, yeah. Yep. Or you won't make it. You mm-hmm. know, where the baby is not growing in the womb, they're growing the fallopian tube. There are cases like that. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe sometimes, you know, even with pregnancy, they do different tests, genetic tests, test, and you're like, okay, they see like this baby may have this type of disease. And even when you give birth to this baby, they won't last for more than a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Probably best for you to terminate pregnancy now. Hey. You know, There's just so many cases. You cannot abort the baby. That's crazy. There's no gun law, right? No real gun law, but there's right. law over our private parts, our reproductive system. It's just... Well, I mean, what do you gain? Okay, what do you gain from that? Controlling women. It just is an easier way to control women because it's like a guaranteed period of women can't work. That's just all it is. Because they gets to a certain point, no matter how much you push through it in pregnancy, there gets to a point of that pregnancy where no matter what, you can't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be it, oh, I just gave birth, I can't work. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> there's a certain part, there's a certain dependency yeah. that women now have to have. It's just a form of, it's it's a form of controlling the woman. That's so weird. In this day and age? Yes, because it but helps it's like, the how does that stay male ha- focused. But how, right. Because I'm like, how does everyone have the community? Because it's proven and it shows that in statistics that women working, working, you know what I'm saying, women having independence, us having a say-so, it boosts the community. Because it's just like a lot of a lot of um, affluent men don't trust women. You know? Selfish and dirty. So, yeah, like, let's be honest, a lot of affluent men don't trust women because in their mind they feel like every woman they encounter wants them for their money. Mm. So... What guarantees that at the end of the day I can keep this woman bound in some way is if she can't go and be her own woman because she's pregnant. And when she's pregnant, she got to be pregnant. Like, there is no... Like, this does not have any effect on the meal at all. No. The effect is I need to control the woman. Another thing I just found out about Texas, they have a limit on how many dildos you can own, bitch. What? They say six dildos per person. That's all you could have. How you gonna tell me? You have more than six. You doing too much. One for each hole. Like, G. G. B. What are the holes? G. What are the holes? One and two and three and four and put the numbers. I'm like, we got the holes, the ears, the nose. No, but people be doing some freaky shit. You never know. People never know. People like two, three up there. But six dildos. So I'm just like, y'all are so consumed about the reproductive system. Private parts. Sexuality. Sex, sexuality. Sex. Sexuality. That has nothing to do with your daily life. Yeah. 
It's just, <sighs> I don't even understand. I just think that America is just, this is this is the America that Trump created. And I just want, don't want anybody to ever forget that. You know what? Because Biden gets a lot of flack. Hold, you know, hold on though. Hold on though. I would not say, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that Trump created it. I think he promoted it. Because right. this America existed. We, right. This America been like this. Yeah. This, this, you know, it's just news because it's like the media is like, oh, you see, you're like, oh my God, wait, yeah. what? But it, come on now. He, he made it acceptable. He promoted it. Yeah, he definitely promoted it. Because yeah. he, he just made it like, all right, well now everybody be racist openly. What he called it? What do you call them? The good boys? Good old boys. Good old boys. Make America mm-hmm. great again. Mm. And mm. it's just, yeah. But. Let's move on with our episode here. So let's talk a little bit of music. Oh, sorry. Let's talk about the, uh, not music. Let's talk formula shortage really quick. America mm-hmm. is really ghetto. And we're here to drag America to filth. Mm-hmm. Because on top of everything that we've been going through, there is a formula shortage. So we live in a country that forces women to have babies but does not have the resources okay. to feed those babies. Okay. Um, you know, they're trying to make a little advancements now. They're saying that they're striking deals with Europe and Asia to get formula over here. But it just also makes me think, like, is this shit kosher? And, you know, there's also been a lot. You know how you are on Instagram and you get those little news and alerts or advertisement. And just in general, there's just so much um, news on the fact that many, like, especially pretty much preemie babies mm-hmm. or just babies, they get, I forgot what the disease is called, some type of illness from being on formula. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yes, thank God for formula, but also it has a side effect, right? I mean, different case for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, okay, can you guys produce good formula? That's one. Right. Produce healthy good formula. Well, it's only America that's just like, even in the production of our food, we have so much ingredients that causes cancer. Americans are the sickest people in the world. Yeah. It's only America you see somebody has skin cancer, air cancer, nose cancer, everything cancer. cancer, tooth cancer. You're just like toe cancer. You're just like, what is this? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Europe has really banned a lot of the things, you know, preservatives and things that Americans keep in their food. Europe has banned it. You know what I'm saying? But America the the ones who keep it because of money, just being mm. cheap, mass production. And then y'all don't even have enough formula. So how about the women who cannot produce milk? Because right. it does happen, right? right? Your body goes through so much stress during the delivery. Your body just naturally doesn't produce milk. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to feed my my baby? I saw on Facebook post people are saying, oh, feed your baby corn mix syrup, Ugh, whatever. Cornmeal? Yeah, cornmeal. They said they used to do it back, do it back in the 60s, 70s, Why or whatever. Why do you want us to experience slavery again so much? Okay. You know, just feed your baby some condensed milk and whatever. I'm going to give my baby pop again. Pop, yeah. But it's like overall, that's not a, that's corn. That's not healthy. Pop is corn, too. I know. Yeah, so it's not, it's fermented corn. Yeah. So it's also not healthy for at a all. baby, at, at least all. on an everyday basis. It's so sad. It's like, what are, what are y'all doing? Y'all really trying to police our bodies to this level? Okay, you want to police it? Then produce. Give and, us what we need. And to me, it's like, is that the pressing issue? Mm. No, seriously. Like, of all the shit that's happening in the world right now, is abortion the pressing issue? Is that the one that we just is need that, to focus yeah, on? Yeah. Just, ugh. America's the ghetto. Mm-hmm. America is indeed the ghetto. And just ghetto in every aspect, okay? 
Let's talk about music really quick. Um, Halsey or Halsey? How how you say her name? I think it's Halsey. Halsey, yeah, it is Halsey. Um, you know the musician artist. I don't even know any one of her songs. If I'm being honest with you, I probably do know, but not know, know that it's her song. Mm-hmm. One of those. But long story short, she went on TikTok saying that her label is blocking her from releasing music until she goes viral on TikTok. Mm. And we did talk about this, right? A little bit after, like, post the pandemic. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. But just a little bit post-pandemic and how our artists, like, live and how they're surviving. And how TikTok is what's actually helping them, like, stay afloat. Right. It's making them thrive. Making them relevant. Because the dances, the songs, whatever, the reels that you make on their songs is kind of, like, generating income for them. So now she's saying her label is like, listen, you need to go viral on TikTok before we put money behind, in, you. behind you. And she's like, hold on. I've sold over 100 million songs um, worldwide. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at least my resume. Like before TikTok. Yeah, my resume should speak for itself. But what do you think about that? Do you think the, the label, are they making sense in waiting for her to be viral on TikTok? Or do you think it's unfair? Labels are lazy now. Mm. They don't do anything. They don't do A and R. They don't. They don't push your. They record don't push out. your record. They mm-hmm. don't search for artists. They literally just go off who's viral. You know what I mean? Like they, sure do. they don't. They're so lazy. Labels are just a bunch of big money conglomerates that just have money to invest in people to make more money, but they don't invest in those people. Because it's like, even if they invest in you, you still have to pay that investment back. Exactly. So the makeup, the costume, the music videos, the the limo rides, you got to pay all of that back. Yeah, it's like they literally want everyone to be like a super, super, superstar. Everybody can't be a superstar. Some people got to be mere stars. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not gonna be Megan Thee Stallion. That's you know what I'm saying, Lil Baby. All of these people. Everybody's not gonna be Billie Eilish. Like, there has to be. You know, Halsey. I think you have to push her for her to be viral. We can't yeah. wait for every artist to be viral. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, her type of music is a little bit different. Like, yeah. what, what if it's not TikTok? Which it's not. I don't. Say, I don't know if the word is TikTok friendly, but what if it's not like that? You know, TikTok. It's not. It's TikTok specific. is a certain type of song. Yeah, right. Every song, you know, her don't have no viral TikTok song. She doesn't. Lucky they don't got no viral TikTok song. You know what I mean? Like, there are certain artists that TikTok is more meant for. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it definitely is ridiculous. Um, I'm. I hope eventually. You know, I mean, with her making that post, she made it on TikTok, of course. So she got a lot of views. So I am hoping that, you know, maybe some people start using her music for TikTok. But it just shows why nowadays a lot of artists are going indie, right? A lot yeah. of artists are independent and doing yeah. things on their own. Because it's like, I would just push myself and do it by myself. Yeah. And having this fake-ass machine behind me yeah. that is false. Because, yeah, like, yeah, labels are cool to help with certain things and mm-hmm. certain pushes but at the same time it's just be like gee this is too much mm. i don't need you right now that's what it is like you have to know when at what point in your career is a label useful speaking of labels um justin Timberlake, he's selling his masters oh, for over a hundred million dollars i was like i'm like why i'm like, like do you need money right now Th- that's exactly what I thought. I was like, damn, what's Justin going through? Because like, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, court case coming up. And I didn't think, I felt like $100 million was kind of low. Like, I was like, all his stuff? I was like, is this including NSYNC? You no, know, it is, is including the songs he wrote for NSYNC. Oh, that's why. $100 you know, million is. is low to me. It is. To including. me, it's low. It's so low. I'm like, does he need money right now? It's a, I'm like, is she's Jessica Biel pregnant? But even so, come on now. Y'all have enough money I for mean, that. I mean, when you all was trying to cancel him over Britney. 
Maybe that fucked oh, him well. up. With the Britney and Jan. Remember they was trying to cancel Justin Timberlake saying that he never really got no repercussions for the Janet Jackson thing. And then, oh. you know, when Free Britney was happening. He, he saw, it just sounded like he need money. I was like, damn, maybe he don't give a fuck about music no more. Maybe he doesn't. And maybe he just, you know, sometimes it's that too. I be thinking like maybe they're so rich in other things. That they don't care about the music and they're just like, give me my money. I don't even want to deal with but the music like, industry. Yeah, you didn't think about your, like, your future generation. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's so rich in other things that it's like, just give me my music money. I can use it in what I'm doing something now. Else. Mm, maybe. Like, you know, maybe he done found a tech venture or, yeah. you know, something where it's like. It definitely sounds like he need money for something. Yeah, because I'm like, damn. Cry me a river? What? Cry me a river. Can I be, can I be your boyfriend? Mm. Like, come on now, Justin. Mm. Justin got some bops. Like he, a, he a childhood star, a child yes, star. Yes, like Disney kid, like Mouseketeer, like with Ryan Gosling. Yes, with like, Ryan, Brittany, Christina. I remember their class of Mouseketeers. Like, like anyway. for real, they went like, yeah. I, I'm just like just a hundred million though. Mm. I'm like, damn, you broke. Because <laughs> I, I would have thought at least two hundred, two fifty. All right, but let's talk about another child star. Did you know that Johnny Depp was kind of like a teenage child star mm-hmm. as well? He was hot. Yeah, he was the hot bad boy. He definitely was the hot bad boy. But unfortunately, that reputation is not working out for him, right? Because he has had this case of domestic violence with his wife Amber Heard, ex-wife, ex-wife Amber Heard. Um, so here's a quick timeline of Amber and Johnny. They met around 2008, got married. 2012 2015 2015 we're together we're together we're together and then got divorced i want to say 2017 yeah i was gonna say 2018 2017 now they got divorced under the um accusations that johnny depp was abusive towards her but as they are now finally on trial for this domestic violence case a lot of information is coming out and in that information there's been audio showing how abusive in fact amber was to johnny um, how she's kind of just been trying to fake all of this to get him caught up to the point where, like, now she's in the new Aquaman and people are kind of, like, canceling her, trying to get her removed and replaced and all of that. So I think this is um, a really unique case because this is a case where we see the woman is abusing the man. Okay. And, and she's falsely accusing him. There's evidence showing that she, she's tweaking. Hell evidence. She's doing too much because she's also he's suing her for defamation, right? Yes. Fifty million dollars. And she's counter suing for hundred million dollars. He's saying because of her accusations, it's affected his career. Hell shit. Right? Hell yeah. You know how Hollywood is. Yes. Um, and then you know the evidence that has been placed in court about, you know, maybe him burning a cigarette on her or abusing her. It's the other way around. She's the one talking mad big shit. Like she's like, No one will believe you. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that is crazy. No, I'm gonna say this and say that. And even when you see her testify, it's fake it's crocodile tears. Yeah. It's crocodile it's giving total crocodile tears. You know, people are there's rumor going on like she was sniffing some little coke while she's mm. on uh, she was in court and stuff. Mm. I didn't even realize that she, this the girl from Aquaman, G. I ain't watch that shit, so. You watch Aquaman? Nah, I'm not a DC person. G, Aquaman is a, yeah. Is I watch good? Aquaman because of Aquaman. Oh, uh, because of Jason Momoa? Because he's sexy. It's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. She, she a pretty babe. I'm like, oh, that's the girl? And I think it's high time that, 
you know, we're strong. We're both strong, um, you know, women and media, right? And yeah. we talk so highly against domestic violence, right? But domestic violence goes both ways, it right? Sure does. Not just domestic, but just abuse goes both ways, it right? Sure does. Where the woman is the one who is doing the negative things, who is abusing, right? I do think with their case, they both had a role to play. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that Johnny Depp is 100% or innocent that he didn't do anything. Maybe, you know, insults, you know, verbal abuse here and there, have a call, whatever. But you could tell she's the big man in this situation. Mm -hmm. You could tell Mm -hmm. she definitely is the big man in this situation. Um, The things she said, just the audio that we have is just enough to be like, okay, girl. Even like she lied and said that um, the boosters she have, she had to use some type of makeup to cover up. And that makeup brand, I forgot what makeup brand it is. Yeah. They went on Twitter and be like, it's a lie. We didn't even have this brand, this particular type brand. of compact powder out at this time that she yeah. said it was out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like girl, come on. So we need to speak, also speak yeah. out against women. That lie. Who are abusers. Because again, you know, since I became a boy mom, my ass be talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, because I'd be damned if women try to abuse my son, because it's like, women also are abusers. Yes. We tend to forget that women do prey on boys, do, women they do prey lie. on men. Women lie. Women, women lie. lie. Men lie. We, you know, that's the thing. Women are not innocent. They are not roses and sunshine, sugars and spice, and everything nice. Yeah. Women are people, and just as they are, ain't. Ish women, there. I mean, ish men, there ain't ish women. Period. Definitely, definitely. Just be aware that not all women are like that. You know what I'm saying? Because men tend to, you know, when men get hurt a little bit, they 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 be like, oh, all women ain't shit. You know, come on out. We we not all like that. So you know, this case started April 11, 2020, 2022. So we hoping this kind of like y'all need to wrap this so. up. Wrap it's it really up. sad. I do hope that Johnny Depp is really vindicated, especially in the public eye too, because it's like, yeah, Johnny Depp has not been in anything. He has yeah. been somewhat canceled. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, I just think I just think if Robert Downey Jr. can come back and be Iron Man, that's what I was thinking about him right exact now. Like, I was thinking about him too. From ahead. the drugs and all and all okay, he did. prostitutes, everything. Ain't it crazy how these white people be coming back? Okay. How white people they be just be their their, their resurrection be strong. And Alec boy. Baldwin got the audacity to be on Twitter making comments about people and guns and violence. And he place come, of work. Okay. He can come back too. That's he, all I'm He saying. can come back. And then he has a female lawyer too. Okay. okay she'll so top she's gonna she topping the game. She know I'm just waiting for why black people can't find these lawyers. I want Columbus Short to have his day. They they be having Phaedra. Okay. <laughs> Phaedra at the Like, nah, we need some people. Like, get your reputation yeah. back. Cause it, it don't Chrisette Michelle ain't sang a song since. Jeez. All over an inauguration. Okay. Like, she ain't sang. But you know what, guys? What you clapping for? Our nephew is born. Who? Oh, Rihanna. Our nephew. I don't know about Rihanna. Robin Rihanna Fenty. I'm telling you, we ain't sync. With the ins- of course she had a boy. With the assistance of Rakim. Oh, that's his name, Rakim. That's Rocky running. Oh, 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 oh. I wonder if she calls him Rocky or Rakim. She's not calling Rocky. Because I'm like, unless she mad. Rakim. <laughs> I know, right? Because that's what I that's what I do. When I'm mad, I say, oh, man. That's what I'm like. Oh, man. Congratulations to our beautiful babe. 
you know, they said she had a boy. We don't know, but you know, they said she has a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy for you, Rihanna. Yeah, I'm so happy that you crossed the threshold of womanhood. Mm. I think that it's also amazing that you're like 34 and Nikki had her baby at 37, and we're seeing like the women that we look up to our whole lives that do it's these okay. things. Yeah. yeah, that it's okay to do these things when you're Your ready. 30s. You know what I mean? Like when you're ready. Because you know what? We we hear so much of, you know, when you have your babies in your late 30s, it's called gentriatric. Geriatric. Girl, geriatric, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. OP pregnancy. That's basically yeah. what it is. No, I be thinking because I'm um, like, is that me? <laughs> but even my mom had my little sister at 40. She was 40 when she had my little sister. Okay. And my I little sister is 17. She's 17 now. Damn. But anyway, she's just like, listen, you can have the life you want, the career you want, date, live life, and then have kids. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I mean, yes, they say that, you know, and I think I've mentioned this in your bio, we say a woman's day ends quicker. Mm-hmm. So a certain level, that may be true, but it's still okay. All this, oh, have rush, rush. I beg, please. All I know is if and when I drop my babies and say I'm going to have a baby shower, y'all better step. Of course. So a lady on Instagram, she said she had her child like at 45 or 48. And she and this is not her first first show. Uh, oh, okay. No, it's actually not. And she was like, we just knew we always wanted one more, and we had difficulty. And but she's like, she feels happy having this one more at this age. It's okay. Like, come on, please. It's not Don't life your judgments, your, your timeline, or other people. So, congrats life to her. Life is going to life. So, congratulations, Rihanna. Yeah. But um, let's talk about. Speaking of babies, uh, Miracle, Miracle Watts, she's having, she's expecting her first child. Mm. And the baby daddy is Tyler Lepley, or Lepley, however you pronounce that. Lepley. Lepley, okay. And he's an actor. He was in, what show was he in? P-Valley. He was in Harlem. He was in Harlem. That's where I definitely saw him. Oh, that's a huge P-Valley? I've not really watched P-Valley like that. I saw him a little bit in P-Valley. Um... He's not a great actor to me. I ain't gonna lie in Harlem. No, he was good. He's good because because you know what? If you see him in P Valley, then to see him in Harlem, you'll be like, oh, it's range there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can yeah. take that. I'll, I mainly saw him in Harlem. Yeah. I saw like maybe the first episode of P Valley where he was fighting the guys, the girls' white boyfriend. Uh, girl, that's the finale. He's <laughs> about the first. I'm telling you, the website I'm watching on is it has me like a different like it has the wrong episode. Oh, first. I have a stars account. I'll give it to you. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'll give it to you. But anyway, she's expect, expecting her first child with him, and they look beautiful. They, they you know when you cute. see couples and they look sexy? They, they look attractive. They yeah. fit each other. You're like, mm, I could see their attraction. Mm, they're definitely that. I definitely see their attraction. They're right? definitely that. Like, they fit. Like, I said, they, 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 they look good, you know? Mm-hmm. But the T is, you Ooh. know, he actually has two kids from his ex fiance. Nice. Ex fiance, ex manager, actually. Um, yeah, talent agent, April April King, and she is and she's older. I think she's in her late thirties, maybe early forties type um, of thing. And um, she was saying she actually went on Instagram talking about how difficult it was for her to have. Baby. Yeah, and she had three, oh. three miscarriages, not oh. one, not two, but With three. The same one with this man. That's a so lot. So now it, it does make you think like, hmm, ex fiance, hmm, three miscarriages, hmm, two kids. Two kids. Now, people move on, of course. You have every right to move on. You know, everyone's story relationship is different. Ooh. But in a way, it, you know, it, it's hard for me to not, to, to not mention, you know, how we know how men are. 
men really be quick to move on. They really be quick to act like they did not have a prior life that involved a whole ass family. And mind you, her second child is a baby. Ooh. It's not like she got like a four or five year old. No, 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 no. The second child is, I don't think he, the child is even two yet. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, don't, no, so call me. have sex with condoms is what I'm getting from this. It's like you, you're fresh from a ex-fiance engagement yeah. situation. You don't use condoms. I mean, him and uh, America, they must, they've not been together for more than a year. No, it hasn't even been up to a year tomorrow. Well, they said that they were together for like maybe up to a year. Because they did celebrate an anniversary. It just hit a year. Yeah, it just hit a, a It's not more than a year. It's not it, more than a year. It's not up to two years or nothing. It's, not, it's like a year and a half. Maybe. Yeah, so the, the, the last child she has, he not, I don't know if it's a he or she, but maybe he's not two or three years old. Maybe two at, at the highest. That'd be the problem with overly fine men. And it's like, of course, Everybody he has the right to move fine. on. He has, he, cause he is a fine man. That I cannot lie, he a fine man. He a fine man. He like, you know, how people be like the poor version of celebrities. Mm-hmm. He the equivalent version. No, of but Drake. he fine, G. He I fine. wouldn't even say he equivalent to poor version. He a fine man. He That's just what I'm has saying. Like him that. and Drake look the same to me. That's what I mean. Like him and Drake, they equal. I'm not gonna different. lie. Drake just recently glowed up because Drake, if to you know. You. Drake was not, in the grassy. Drake was not cute. How you gonna say when somebody was what, a teenager? So what do teenager. you mean? Teenager. So you can't say. So people don't grow up as teenagers. But that's not where one should judge. Okay, when he first even came out, judge. was he cute when he first came out? I first of all, nah, you, me. You know what? Erica, that, let, let me tell you about yourself. Let me tell you about something. Let me tell you about something, no. something real quick. Erica. And I think it's it's a horrible thing Erica. about you. Whenever you stand for Erica. someone, no. Let me finish you. Whenever you stand for someone, you tend to stand for someone, but even no. in all their ugly ways. No. You know what I'm which is a great I quality. Have you, always you loyal, said, bitch. Let me we say. We get it. I have but always But we can't said, lie that Trey Song. I mean, not me say, Why I say Trey Song? Why did you say Trey Song? Hell no. Drake. I mean, Drake. Drake. I think maybe when I think about whatever his play is, I think about Trey Songs a little bit. But Drake, he became fine when he. Gained the muscles and the little Let facial hair. This. He was an awkward-looking biracial What kid. I was going to say... I'm listening. ...was that, you know, I've always been attracted to Drake. Now, I used to always say I was not, Drake is not the finest, but I'm okay. attracted to... I've always said that Drake is not traditionally fine. Which is why I said you do have that quality where you do stand a, ten toes down. To you be loyal to motherfuckers even when they're forever. ugly. Yeah. Ugly strong. Okay, when they're not attractive to other people. How okay. about that? That's you better. know what I'm saying? And that's why I said Drake actually recently got fine, fine. How is when you say recently? How close? Recently, the the last couple of years. I maybe think when three he dropped, years. When he dropped views. He how many fine. years was that? Three, four years that ago. That was like seven. Seven years ago, views. we that old bitch. No, we old. We we were almost out of college. No, was it really college? Was it a senior year of college? Yeah, it was a senior year of college. Wow. Anyway, should be twenty fifteen. I graduated twenty sixteen. Whoa, <laughs> sorry. Twenty fifteen was I graduated. I, no, but fifteen was a <laughs> senior year. Twenty sixteen okay, was just when we graduated. Okay, okay, okay. Show you get what I'm saying. Okay, bitch. <laughs> but all right, all right, right. He got fine at that moment. I forgot what the point of the conversation was. What the fuck was the Tyler point of the conversation? Tyler Leckley. Tyler Leckley. It's, it's just like Leckley. I'm going to keep on saying Leckley. It sounds like a French name to me. I'm sorry. I've been studying French as a with my son, so I'm going to keep saying Leckley. Look how he's looking at you like, don't say my son. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah. It's, you know, it just, the convers- basically the conversation is, sometimes as women, it's important to know about the history of the man you're dating. Yeah. It definitely is really important. No matter what you say, don't be on some Porsche type of stuff. Because mm. that's how Porsche was with Dennis, right? Porsche is from Real Housewives of Atlanta, if you mm. don't know. And she was like, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not going to ask questions. Yeah. You know, if you're a cert- at a certain age, right, you, you're hitting your 30s, and then you know that he's had kids, you definitely do have to ask specific what kind questions. Of father is he? What kind of father are you? What is the dynamic between you and the mother of your kids? Mm-hmm. Right? Is she a dramatic baby mama situation, or is she, do you consider the mother of your kids? Yeah. Right? What, what does that look like? What is the family dynamic? And then how long ago was this? Right. Because sometimes it's like, even though men men move on really, they move, they move on quicker than women, than we For do. For sure. Because we when where we in, we're in. Mm-hmm. We're in to the soul, to the last hairs on your body, to, to, the, to the pinky toe, the, the, the toenail on your pinky toe. Like, we're into that level. But men, men see, listen, their wife died, like six months later, you see they're married to somebody else. Period. That's men. And it is what it is. You, as a woman, you do need to sit back and be like, all right, how long has he been separated from his ex-fiancé? Because ex-fiancé meaning he proposed to her, meaning he thought he was going to marry her, meaning he saw a life with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's just like, you need to be a little bit careful. That fiancé shit, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may play a little bit with girlfriends. Right. But fiancé, you bought a ring. Like, even if they're not doing the mental, emotional work, you need to do that emotion, mental, emotional work so that it doesn't come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, me personally, I don't see them lasting. Really? I, and when, and, and when I say lasting, I don't see it to be, like, a lifelong relationship. I actually can kind of see it. I don't. It may be long-term. And nowadays, long-term be three, five years. Let's be real. I definitely think they, they'll get it. Because it's like, I felt that way about... I feel like the way I felt about them initially... What's how I felt about Cardi and Offset initially. Okay. And at first I was like, damn, y'all. We can see Car- Cardi and Offset, they ain't off the hook. What you talking about? Now, I don't <laughs> no wish I don't wish divorce on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the black community, we need, in the brown and black community, we need two parent households. Thank you. It's very important. Wait, say thank you. You she <laughs> she brown. You I know brown. she brown. She like, brown, light brown, whatever. She diff- she identify as. Yeah. But we definitely do need two parent households. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We definitely do. Whatever that looks like, whatever that, that man looks like, whether you're married or not, probably if you're married. But we do need a two parent household. So I don't wish that on their kids. Culture and offset. No wave, wave set. set. Whatever. Wave set. Wave set. They always say that bad. Because that's how they say offset. Wave set. Speaking of which, did you hear Migos is broken? Ah, you think that is real? Yeah. They are so fucking petty. No, a little bit. They, those a guys are bit. dramatic. Just a little bit. Yeah. I didn't mean into it. They, they're cousins. They're dramatic. So they can never they're be like, cousins bro. and uncles. Yeah. Because so. what's his name? Huncho. Uh, Takeoff is the uh, is the uncle. Yeah. Right? Quavo and Offset cousins. The ne- Takeoff cousin is their nephew. They need to get it fucking together. I, I hope they don't break up, but hey, it's a boy band. It's a boy band. It's a boy, boy band. band. Thank you. It's, it's a, a boy, boy band. band. That's what they do. At the end of the day. They so lasted for a minute. They did, but they haven't been the same. They even came out with Culture 3. They mm-hmm. tried. Then they had a baby named Culture. Sure. Exactly. But anyway, my point was to say, I hope Tyler LaPlay, LaPlay <laughs> and um, Miracle Watts, we'll see how it is. But as women out there, just a cautionary tale. Just be careful. And also male. Let's have a conversation too, right? With Thomas' father, also Big Thomas. He was saying that 
you know, when you date a woman who has a child, mm. one thing you need to be aware of is that she has a man that has power over her emotions. Oh. And I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let, let me take a step back and think about that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like a lot of times the baby mama, baby daddy drama, it never be the kid. Yeah. It be the baby daddy, be the baby mama. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the baby daddy of the woman. Like, oh, he has some type of control of her. Like, oh, she want, he don't want to get the kids or he don't want to do this. Emotionally, she's riled up. She's upset because he doesn't want to do this or he's not considering her, whatever. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is like... You know, if you're someone, you're dating someone who has a child, you, you have definitely... To know that it's you, another man or woman that control their emotions you just as move, much as you do. Okay? And you don't even have, even to up to that level, you got to move smoothly to you know that, okay, for a fact, they definitely fully, 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 fully over. And then you yeah. can move in and be like, you be the parental figure, and then you definitely apart. And parent. even if they over, are they copacetic? Because it's one thing, like, okay, yeah, they don't fuck with each other no more, but is it smooth? Is it smooth? Do you, listen, listen. If, as, as I was saying, if I don't get, up married, get married to Thomas's father, do I want to be a man who has kids? It has to be a smooth situation. A smooth situation like I do, because I know my sister is smooth as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not that type of drama where it's like, <sighs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, we not about to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I can't do baby mama, baby daddy drama. I just cannot. I just cannot. Y'all yeah. better be like me and her. Got to be cool. Yeah, you know we got to be able to because do shit. Because your kid is gonna be in the picture regardless. I'm gonna, like, your car. Your, your I'm gonna be there with your too. kid. You even say to an extent. Uh, yes. After a certain point, it's like your kid is my kid too. And then you know, a lot of times the baby mom be poisoning the kid's mind, so the kid be having an attitude and being an ass to the to the I was new wife. With some baby mama, baby daddy drama this weekend. I mean, this week was give us a tea, girl. Look, so I had a mama call me, cussing me out, talking about mm-hmm. we look. Talking about y'all just let anybody pick up them kids, huh? Pick them up at this mess. I'm like, no, we called the daddy, confirmed this is this is uncle. She said, Uncle, I don't know that nigga like that. The daddy ended up coming up to the school talking about she just trying to control my life because we ain't together. These are my days to pick up the baby, and I can Damn. tell whoever I want to pick up that baby. She can't like control that. that. It'd so, it be like that. It'd it's be like that. Man. I'm his his days, like, he can have somebody else. Who, his, his, his brother, his pick. brother, pick, and that's what it is. So, baby, look, it's drama. Damn. Listen, y'all, y'all better be careful who you have kids with. I'm telling you. Okay. I say this because you got kids lifelong. I ain't married to Thomas's father, but I have no regrets. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you have to be careful because you know what you have for child with. You said what? Play it back for Father's Day. I know, right? I'm thinking about what's the Father's Day gifts I'm going to give him, too. But it's like, whoever you have kids with, it's a lifelong thing. Even if your child is 20, 30 years old. We still each other parents. We got to always check in no matter what. My kid getting married. We got to be there. You can either love each other for that long or hate each other for that long. For real. Shit, everything. Our kid got a kid. Our kid getting married. Our kid, kid is sick. Our kid, our grandchild recital. You know what I mean? Like, everything is still going to be the two of us. Having to deal with this because at the end okay. of the day, now we are family because we are got to be at every family function together. Okay, all the family functions. But thinking, speaking of family functions, so the Billboard Awards happened while we were on our eighties too, and the Billboard Awards are always weird because it's basically an award show to highlight what the Billboard charts have already highlighted. Okay, right. So Diddy was the host this year. Mm-hmm. And with him being the host, you know, then he had it popping, but then he also had it popping on social media because Carisha 
and his other little blazing thing was arguing on social media, girl. Like, they was really going back and forth. Karisha really told girls, like, run me my 20%. You getting clout She did a podcast me. interview with this All shit. Of, like, she, she really... She is into it with this girl. Like, they both posting Diddy songs right now. So, look, let me ask you this, Erica. Mm. Have you ever had a situation where it's like the girl is, the boy is mine type situation where you and another girl are kind of like asserting yourself over one man? No, not asserting yourself over one man. Mm. I have some tea, though. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready for to expel this, expose Ooh, this tea. Expose it. Should I expose this tea? Expose it. Okay, we're, we're a little, I'm a little in the mood right now. Um, so the situation with a guy that I knew, um, we were cool, good friends, right? Um, I knew he had a son, but good friends. I, this is before, before I had my child. Um, you know, some flooding going on. Interest was there, I'm not going to lie. Before you know it, it was one specific night. One specific night, a babe contacted me on, on Facebook. Oh. Mind you, I know this babe from college because we work together, oh. right? We know those um, work sturdy, mm. work sturdy type of stuff. She said, "Is I'm gonna give you a fake name. Let me create a fake name. Is um, what's a good fake name? Ahmad. Is Ahmad there? I didn't even see the Facebook post on time. I saw some number called me. I didn't even see it on time. He was there though, you know." The morning I looked at it, and mind you, he left like, you know, maybe 11, 1 a.m. type of stuff, 2 a.m. He left mm. early. So when I woke up the next day, I saw the text. Oh, is Ahmad there? Can it this and this, this and that? Long story short, mm. we exchanged messages. She said, oh, I'm five months pregnant. <sighs> five months pregnant. Okay. Jesus. Oh, this and that. This guy never told me that he had a five months pregnant babe. He didn't tell me he had a babe. He told me he was open, that he was single. And it's a girl that I know, too, that I work with. Like, she trained me with the work study stuff. You know, so we were cool. We, she came to my dorm and we chilled, girl. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, she came with her sister to my dorm. So I'm just like, you guys looking messy. I'm like, I didn't know. You make me look like a messy woman. Like, I'm this bogus type of woman. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, thank God I didn't do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have sex with him. But she's like, yeah, kissing was involved here and there. And, you know, a little this and that. But it's just like, what the hell? That's the only situation I ever had. Like, oh, other one, another woman contacted me regarding a man. Yeah, mm. I was shocked. Because he's like, you don't even know what to say. Because it makes you question not just a man, but yourself, too. Because you're just like, I ain't see this coming. Like, what's going on? How you How in this predicament? How, whatever, whatever. But mind this is years. I've been out of college how many years? We just talking about seven, eight years out of college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Almost 10 out of college. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not even like, we never kept in contact. And then for her to know to contact me, that's what freaked me out. Because I'm yeah. just like, I didn't know to contact you. Yeah. So, guy, you must be talking about me to her. Of course. That's or, weird. That's disrespectful. You, know you should have done that. You, or I you, feel like you can always kind of put together who your man is. He talked around. about her to him. Yeah. So to me, I'm not saying her, but to me, to her. Yeah. It was just a weird, awkward, like, I'm like a woman. Thankfully, she was, she was respectful. Like, we had a conversation. I'm like, hey, I'm going to leave him alone, girl. I'm not going to press him with the situation. That's your man. I wish you the best. You don't deserve this type of treatment because you're five months pregnant. I wish I was pregnant. pregnant. And Thomas was doing some Like, come on. Especially when you're pregnant, you're the most vulnerable. 
to have somebody else doing something else with another woman. It's like, what? You already go through some self-esteem, emotional, mental stuff, distress, being pregnant as a woman. Let alone your man is the father of your child doing something else. He being in odd hours of the night with another woman. Dutch Cat got a song. It go, niggas ain't shit. Fuck on your bitch. Eat all your shit. Stay in your crib. You That's say the song. niggas ain't shit. Yeah. Fuck all yeah. your bitch. Yeah. Eat all the shit. Yeah. Stay ain't shit. Yeah, yeah I like so you could play the thing at the end of the, the episode. I'm like, well, what's the song? Okay. Okay. But, but, no, th- but that, that's my little my, my little tea on um, um, what you asked me. Go go ahead. Yeah, no, I just think that it's kind of like here's always the juxtaposition about having a fight for your man. Mm. This is where I always find myself in. I always find myself in a am I gonna be with a nigga that making me <laughs> have to prove my worth, like prove, you know, fight. Or at the end of the day, it's like, I ain't finna let no bitch take my man. Let me prove that. First of all, this is my man. What's he acting now? He acting now. He trying to act like he want to be with you, but I'm about to put a stop to this. Mm. So that's kind of what the two sides of the coin is for me. Because sometimes I'm like, show these bitches that this is your man only. And the other side, I'm like, I'm not about to be fighting over now. Listen, one, one thing I'll say is, I'm not the type of bitch to go in yeah. and a bitch over a man. Yeah. Never that. The only man I probably go over going on over a, with a bitch is my son. And mm-hmm. it has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna fight with his wife or whatever. But it has to be certain situation where it's just like I I'm gonna be the woman who stands up and stand up front for him. But it's like, you know, also men do a lot of men do enjoy to see women fighting over them. It's an ego booster. Oh, uh, for sure. You know, like, if you're you acting correct, why would you put me in a situation where I'm fighting over you, over him? Well, I have now, to talk about it. Sometimes I may have to check a bitch, because sometimes bitches be tweaking. You know, and that's something I also learned as a woman. Like, you know, somebody, you can't just be soft and all like, oh, kumbaya. Yeah, I'm the woman. The you, know, man, you know, sometimes there are literally some women out there who choose violence every day and they want to ruin your life. And you got to choose and they violence be like, with them. Even if your man is not, especially when your man is not even pursuing them or doing things to like encourage them, they, some women out there really want to be like, I'm going to get him how I can get him. Yep. Some people just like that. They, they also In that ego, case, I'm going to check They want to prove they can steal somebody's man. Absolutely. In that case, I'm going to check you. But go ahead. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, don't play with me like that. But yeah, that's where I find myself sometimes where I'm like, hmm. Do I got like have I ever been in Young Miami's position where I'm like subtweeting on Instagram or Twitter over a man? Uh, no. Mm. Have I confronted a woman about a man? Yes. Really? Do you want to share that tea? No, but I can also. share it. I was young. I'm not with the guy anymore, and me and the girl were friends now. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. So okay. me, the funny thing about me and the girl is that we we are actually cousins removed. Or like distant cousins, like second cousins. We're we're cousins in like a distant. You type and of a way. girl. Me and the girl. Are you serious? Yes, we are okay. like second cousins or cousins by marriage, something like that. So I found out later. So me and the guy, we were dating or whatever, and then we were into it, and then I kind of found out that him and her were like they had dated years prior. Okay. And it was like, oh, are y'all trying to rekindle while me and this person are going through whatever we're going through? So, me and her had just became cool. We had just discovered each other. And in <laughs> discovered the, each other. We did. We just became cool. We just became friends. Okay. And that's part of how I found out. Because, you know, when you become friends with somebody, at the time, you, you know, you just immediately exchange social medias. You're going through each other's social media. And then I pee, like, ain't hey, this my nigga? 
You know what I'm saying? You look like, hold on. It's giving my man on so what, what was the situation where you were like, this is giving my man? He was commenting a lot. And I think it was like a birthday shout out that sealed the deal. Oh, y'all followed each other on social media. Yeah, we ended up following each other on social media. So I texted her and I said, hey, shorty, you know, like, you know, we're just getting to know each other. And I just figured out this and me and so and so. We had this relationship, and it seems that you guys had a similar relationship. I would do the same, too. So, yeah. what's up? She tried to be dodgy about it, but everything told me what I needed to know. Okay, so she didn't say yes or didn't say no. She didn't say yes or didn't say no, but I felt like if it was a no, she would have said no. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. We women, we are not scared to say no. Like, can't know that in my name. Like, girl, you know, I don't want to know that it's drama. Yeah. You know, that's how we talk. But if you kind of with him, she was just like, oh, thank you. It's cool. She just ignored that. I was like, oh, she with him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, you guys. So let's continue on with our episode. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about TV a little bit. I watched a documentary on um, Netflix called "Bigger Than Africa," and I definitely propose that everyone should watch the documentary because the documentary basically is about the Yoruba culture, okay. right? And how the Yoruba culture is one of the the main cultures that still stands after slavery. So one thing I noticed, and they also discussed, I was watching another disc, disc, um, documentary, that how I lived in Nigeria, I went to school in Nigeria, and we weren't really touched, taught much about slavery. Mm. We, really, we taught a little bit, but not really. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Nigeria was also one of the main places. Slave ports. It really was. Mm. And I'm like, shit, I didn't know. Like, Nigeria really was the one of the main mm-hmm. ports when slaves were taken from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least 3-4% of Nigerians were taken from Nigeria. That's like a, a large amount of people taken, mm-hmm. and they were tricked. Three out of four people is what you're trying to say, right? I don't know. The, I, don't, say- I don't know fractions. I say 3-4%. I didn't say fraction. I said percentage. <laughs> no, because when you say 3 to 4%, that's not a lot. It's not a lot, but it's also still is a lot. So I thought you meant like three fourths. That's what I thought. No, you meant like maybe oh. I didn't. Whatever, shout. But a lot of people were taking up. Let's just let's take let's take away the percentage. But my point is, a lot of people were taken away. Yes. Okay, and they were tricked. You know, yes. even you know in Nigeria when we talk about when they teach about um slavery, we don't talk about slavery. I'm trying to go back to high school, secondary school. We don't talk about slavery at most. We talk about a specific man, ah, Ajayi Crawford. Uh-huh. I remember his name. Ah, he's the first one who interpreted the Bible into Yoruba. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't talk much about slavery. It happened. It happened. Fine, move forward. But the lack of talking about slavery it means that we're not talking about the effects that it has on our nation till mm-hmm. today. Right, because we talk about how slavery affects us as Black Americans today, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just like, oh shit, Nigerians were really taken. You know what I'm saying? West Africans were really taken, and the Yoruba culture, right? Before Nigeria became Nigeria, because it was, um, what's her name? Flora Shaw, Flora Shaw, and her husband's name was Lolugad. They were the ones who named Nigeria. Oh, really? Nigeria. We Nigerians did not name Nigeria Nigeria. No, no, no. The white man named Nigeria Nigeria because of the river Niger. Niger. Oh. Yeah. So Nigerians did not make. No. Yeah. We did not. So just think about how that part of West Africa was, right? We were connected. So the Yoruba people in Togo, 
the Yoruba people in um, Ghana, the Yoruba people in Guinea, you know, there are Yoruba people in different parts of Africa, you know. And just moving forward, it's like when slavery happened, you know, the Spaniards kind of started the slavery thing before the yeah. Europeans took over, right? And then Brazil, so there are a lot of Yoruba people in Brazil, in Cuba, right? In those Latin Americans, a lot of you, in Trinidad, um, Tobacco, yeah, the, you know. So the, the Yoruba people in Cuba and, sl- and Brazil, they were slaves. Mm. In Trinidad, there were those, there were the freed slaves who went to Trinidad. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm just like, and you know, the, the documentaries talk about how, how Yoruba is the main culture. Because obviously slaves were taken from different parts of Africa. Yeah. Not just Nigeria, from Mali, from Senegal, from Republic of Congo and all right. of that. But how like, like Yoruba is the main one we talk about. But because our culture is so strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? We persevered. And I'm just like, it gave me so much pride. And then oh. when we listen to the Cuban people, Santaria. Okay. <laughs> now, now, let's keep it real, G. The Latin Americans. When we say Latin Americans, they're descendants of slaves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're the ones who practice the Yoruba culture. So they were, I was watching Dark Machine and they were playing, they were, they, were, they, were, they were singing some Yoruba songs. That's how it sounds. Off as fuck. Off as fuck. Because obviously, years. Uh, Definitely. Years of dilution. Which it makes no. You know, years of dilution. But the fact they were still able to retain a little bit of it. it. And in Trinidad, they still eat Akara. You know what Akara is? They call it Akra. Really? And they make it with soybean, not with beans. But it's still the same concept. And I'm like. You know, I, I think I, I talked about, I think a few weeks ago, like sometimes I feel like I'm ashamed of being in Nigeria because of the shit that's going on. Yeah, I remember that. But I have so much pride in being your body. Damn, they reinvigorated you. Man, I was tearing up. You no, because lie. it does. Because even in like things like hand games, because I noticed a lot of like, there's a man game. You know, I didn't grow up in Nigeria, but I know some people have showed me like, oh, hand games we play in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like, you tinko, hand t- games? Hand games. Like oh, the, hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like the Tinko, Tinko. Like that's, See, I played that shit. That was, <laughs> and that, that game was is very reminiscent. Cake. That was our petty cake, patty cake. Exactly, because the games are literally the same. So I'm like, even that is holding it's on to the culture. It's all trickled down, G. It's all trickled down. That Yoruba culture is so strong. There is a village in South Carolina, Oyetunje Village, yeah. right? Specific man, Baba, he was like, okay, as black people, we don't have culture, which is true, which we see the effects of it nowadays. Yeah. When we say we see young niggas rocking down the street, they ain't got to do, they got no culture. Yeah. All of African Americans, all of African Americans, quite frankly, have no culture. Yeah. And then me being a mom, me being in America, I feel and see the side effects of not knowing where you're from. Yeah. Because our language... You know what I'm saying? Because even you, you were saying, you may not speak the language friendly, but you grew up in a Yoruba household, and yeah. it grounds you to a certain extent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the language, the knowing of origin, the food, the tradition, it places you in a certain manner. Oh, yeah, because it's there at the end of the day, you always say, we always say before I do some shit, it'd be like, not my Nigerian ass. But when you don't have that, gee, white people got, Italian had the shit, Irish people had the little potato yeah. shit, <laughs> whatever, listen, German people got their beer shit, they got it, you know what I'm saying, Italian got their pasta shit. I'm being ignorant right now, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. But African Americans, they don't have it. So in the documentary, the Oyetunji and I told, you know, my son's father, he's African-American. And I told right. him, like, gee, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go there. Like, if you're not ready to go to Nigeria, we got to go there. Like, we got to go to ASAP. So you can see. And the, the man, Baba, 
blah, blah, obviously. He went there. He was like, okay, he went to Brazil. Uh, it's the Brazil or Cuba, one of those. And then from there, he went to Ibarra, which I grew up in Ibarra. Mm-hmm. Oh, your city, Ibarra is one of the largest, it's actually the largest city in Africa, in West yeah. Africa, you know? And I'm just like, man, I live there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So it's just like, it's just, you know, he went there because he's like, African Americans don't have no culture. So during the civil rights moment, there was over the cultural movement. Mm-hmm. But because the civil rights moment was so big, it kind of overpowered that. Mm. But the cultural movement was involved with the Black Panthers. Yeah, we talk about that with Fela and how and they, yeah. Gee, Fela's great-grandfather was a, was an, a captured slave who escaped. Him, a group, him and a group of people escaped. And they were escaped at Sierra Leone. From Sierra Leone, mm. they walked back. Walked back mm. to Nigeria. They did. So it's like, imagine those that did not make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, 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 that lineage right there is Powerful. Powerful G. I'm like, I love Fela Kuti G. He's one of my no, favorite yeah. like artists. Like Dead Alive, who do you want to interview? Fela Kuti G. That's what I'm yeah. gonna choose. Like literally. So yeah. it's just like it's just like, damn, this Yoruba culture has persevered in every different it's at this point, it's not just a Nigerian culture. It's a worldwide culture, which is what they said. I'm just like, low key, it is. It is. You know, yes, it might back there diluted the language and not be as like conk or authentic but as it is when we but it's just like we 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 were so we're strong people that we persevered to this level that we are the main ones spoken about. I you. tell people all the time, all my black friends, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm not African." I'd be like, "You're probably Yoruba." I tell them all the time, like, just claim Yoruba and start in learning that and enriching that because nine times out of ten, that's part of your. Limit. You are. I, I yeah. Thomas, that I'm like, do you, no. Let me give you a good example. It was a family barbecue I have, right? And my dad's friend was there. He was asking Thomas. My my son's name is Thomas and also for me, in case y'all get confused because mm. I feel like I say different names. Mm. And he's Thomas the third, my son. And obviously that means Thomas. His daddy's Thomas. Thomas, Thomas. Right. And the guy, my dad's friend was like, oh, so what is your Yoruba name? <laughs> he instantly like, what like what do you mean? He was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, Damn, I don't think. No Yoruba and name. he was like, you should ask your mom and dad. Like, what do you mean you don't know what Yoruba name? Is it Baba Tunde type of shit type of thing? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Oh, he's African American. He's like, oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I thought he was Nigerian. Because like, people do actually, I don't know, people do mistake him for Nigerian a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, because he gives Ebo sometimes. He goes, really? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, honey. He he not, no, he he he, he not Nigerian. But for me, the, the point of the documentary is the Yoruba culture is strong. So even though sometimes I might be ashamed of being Nigerian because of what's going on in Nigeria, but I'm never ashamed of being Yoruba. I am not. I feel yeah, so empowered. Sorry. I, it's, I mean, it's like, yes, being Nigerian is beautiful, but being Yoruba is diamond platinum. Yoruba people are, are everywhere. Like, like, we're literally in Australia. we in Russia, okay? Like, even when the Russian stuff going on, who are the immigrants talking? Nigerians. Like, so for me, I'm like, y'all, so now the new documentary I'm, wa- I'm watching is I Want Boys. It's on Netflix too. Oh, I think I saw that. A it talks bit. about the, the ghetto boys. Mm, of the Niger. ghetto boys, yeah. So I probably talk about next week. Um, and it's just I'm like it's just nice to see this. See what I'm saying? I, was I watching thought you was watching that underground one on HBO. Did you watch it about the gay? The gay. The Did gay. you watch it? See, I ain't finished it. I need to watch that too because it's important. Because it just, just so. And you know, I'm saying I also I learned about with the um the documentary that democracy, like democracy, did not the white people didn't give us democracy. Because, you know, how we have kings. Oh, but they be you know, people, stuff. we still have kings. Yeah. Now, 
the level of power they have is not as heavy and yeah. strong as they did back in the day because politics is involved, right? right? But you still respect your body. Yeah. Democracy was involved in a sense that, okay, there was the judicial, legislative, legislative and what's the next one? Legisl- I don't know, Senate? No, it's three, it's three levels now. Judicial, yeah, legislative, legislative, and Senate, Congress. Executive. Executive. Oh, oh my. <laughs> anyway, so the fact that, that we, 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 we still have that, we, it was already in the Yoruba culture. It was already there. Yeah. So if you're a king, even though you're a king, you can't make all the laws. Your word is not fine. There's still checks and Because they have the... They, I forgot what the words. They have like the bachelor, the they cabinet. Have, yeah, they have the the, the 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 other guys on the side. It was like he has to talk about them. He has to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? And then who checks the people he talks to? Right. Like those were so important. I'm like the Yoruba culture is so rich. It's ridiculous. No, really. I'm it, not gonna it, lie. It, I want to go to Brazil. I want to go Cuba. I want to. I want to speak Yoruba oh, with them. Like, so something you know that's why i think that's why whenever we talk about um um afro latinas that's why i'm hesitant a little bit you know mm-hmm. i don't have as much of a strong stance because i'm like where i think afro latina based on the documentaries i've watched it's not the first one i watch but when i think about them it's like they are descendants of slavery right a lot of them there are yoruba Right, you know what I'm saying. Even when the Cuban War invasion happened, with I forgot what the, the people, the government was called. I forgot. Um, the Yoruba people, the Yoruba culture helped with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when I think about Afro Latino, all the time I think about direct descend- descendants of Yoruba of Niger, like because they did they literally they they be darker than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, we know that all the social media hoes just be passing and just saying I was just going to say, that's an authentic Brazilian, not these bitches from the Bronx. I agree. I agree with that. Not Evelyn that. Lozada. But yeah, and y'all should also watch Blood Sisters, girl. We're going to talk about that when you watch it, because you need to watch it. Oh, really? It's a good I haven't show. watched that. It's a good show. Really? And I've heard good, good things about it. I just haven't had the No, it's a good. I watch the it in the day. It's a good show. Oh. Ooh. It definitely is a good show. It's good drama, good suspense. It's like, it's good. Like, Nigerian Netflix is doing better We didn't and even better. talk about how Netflix fired everybody that works in their diversity division. Really? I didn't know that. They literally fired all of the people that work in strong black lead, Latin, I didn't Netflix, know that. and Asian American. Yes, they, they basically got rid of all of those divisions, I didn't know that. which is literally crazy. Yes. Yeah, so our care for the culture this week goes to Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr. Um, during this week, as we've already talked about, there was a shooting in New Bellevue, Texas, and um, he had a pregame um, interview. And I think that it's always very important when people use their platform, especially in the sports realms or who they are and all the things. I want to play really quickly what Steve Kerr said. Please do. When are we going to do something? Oh, sorry. Let me start California. over here. California, and now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8 
which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children? And that's just the question that's on all of our minds. You know week. what? Because a second ago you said you wish that all you contemplating working in, you know, in a better like mm-hmm. upper class school. And obviously this senator is right. They have the power to change the law, to mm-hmm. make things better. Their kids go to upper uh, up, uh-huh. up, you know, upper class schools. So what if shootings happen there? Then they would take it more seriously. Because it's it's ridiculous. Fifty senators and it's like y'all not y'all just holding on to power? Oh, you guys are okay with people dying? Was it the wasn't it the sexist governor saying he he blames it on rap lyrics? Yeah, rap really. This same governor said that look at Chicago. What is concealing carry and their gun laws? How does that change shootings? I mean, as much we talk shit about Chicago, but I ain't never hear no the the no elementary school shooting. Here's the thing. It's levels of shit. Yes, there's a lot of shootings, but one thing about Chicago, we don't have unstable, mentally unstable people carrying guns. It's just gangbangers. It is gangbangers, and that's the difference. That's the gangbangers. That's the difference. Um, it's it's ridiculous. We definitely do need stricter laws. You, you check the mental health of the person. Yeah. 18 year old, what the young. hell? Come if I got to be 25, 25 to rent a car, 18 to get a gun is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Right. 21 mm-hmm. to buy liquor and 18 to get a gun, make it make sense. Like, come on, come on, USA. So I'm happy that he took his platform, instead of speaking about basketball and whatever stuff, but he took that time to speak about what's going on, because it is true. We are tired of the moment of silence, because moment of silence, what does he do? Nothing. 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 They're already gone, they're dead. The moment of silence, it doesn't fix I'm tired of the hashtags, I'm tired of the social media campaign. They don't need it. It It doesn't change shit. So keep the memory of silence. How about we change, have a moment of change do something that's a cure for the culture it's by a white man was he white yeah he white okay oh so let's go to our um a low dough of the week our favorite segments um drop the beat on a low dough somebody who is a dumbass stupid makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey goof ass so I don't know if you guys are familiar that, um, you know, Juneteenth is coming up, right? Coming up, right? And Walmart, great value. Mm. There is this Juneteenth ice cream, mm. right? It's it's on display. And with the Juneteenth ice cream, there's black hands. They have black hands in motion, holding hands together in celebration of Juneteenth. So basically, that Juneteenth is also trademarked. There's a lawyer who went on Instagram saying that, you know, she's an um, trademark attorney. And she was saying, let's take an, a look at that Juneteenth trademark. And it is trademarked by Balcom Corporation. That's now, wild. Balcom Corporation, they trademarked this September 21st of 2021. 
So last year, when, you know, because I feel like Juneteenth really, I mean, we, 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 we kind of always year, talk about Juneteenth. But after it, George Floyd got it, killed, people still extra Negro-ish. That's when it's like, oh, okay, let's consider yes. Juneteenth. It's a holiday. Maybe it's a holiday. Maybe it's not. In corporate world, it's not your holiday yet, but maybe in the next year or two, it, be, it may become a holiday. Um, so basically, it is trademarked by Belcom Corporation. And Belcom Corporation is owned by Ted Harris. And he's the chairman and CEO. Of course, you guessed it. Ted Harris is a white man. He's a white. You know what? You know when they say the W. The, the, the white. 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 Steve man. Harvey be doing that shit. White. white. <laughs> I'm like, what? Whitens. He's a white man, okay? That owns, he's the CEO and he's the chairman of Belcom Corporation. Now I look at Cor- Belcom Corporation because what the fuck is called Belcom Corporation? They're like, they own like bath products. And you know, it's one of those mega, mega corporations that owns like big, you know, a lot of things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Back, bath products, shampoos, and things of that nature. You know how Universal is a big, is it Universal? Yeah, yeah. Studios. Yeah. It's just like that. You know, it's just like, that quick when Universal became like a big thing, right? And social media, they're like, let's go trademark this shit. Let, let's produce this shit. So when y'all see things in Walmart or in Target, you see the black hands, the black families, it does not mean it is black owned. Yes. It is not black owned. Mm-mm. So even if you buy it, the money ain't going to our people. It's not supporting black businesses. It's actually not. So I'll suggest. That if you buy anything that like you see black cans, black whatever, black figures, kind of Google it real quick. Who's so you're saying the term Juneteenth is owned by this company? It is owned by this. So anything that is trademarked, that is, it is marketed as Juneteenth in large corporate organizations like Walmart, like Target, like Walgreens, Sam's Clubs. It is a white motherfucker behind it. And that's why we give him the logo of the week because you're taking away from our people. You, you, and, and it just, it, you know, you know, as you, earlier you said, you know, we talk about racism back in the day, right? And we talk about racism, how it looks nowadays. And this is a prime example of what racism looks like today. Yeah. It is. Because yeah. you are so quick on September 21st, you're like, I'm going to, Juneteenth, what is popping? We're going to take that. Yeah, oh, this no. seems to be trending. Okay. We're going to take it. This is our shit. I just think, first of all, can we go back to Walmart and this damn Juneteenth? I didn't appreciate the ice cream. Yeah. Velvet cheesecake and cheese. I mean, velvet. It was velvet red, and cheesecake. Red velvet cake and uh-huh. cheesecake. <laughs> is that what negrosity is I, I, Listen, I don't know because I am not a dessert ice cream cake kind of person. So I'm like, hey, do people actually do like that? For ice cream, no. I've heard of red velvet cheesecake, but not for, I don't even like cheesecake ice cream. I think it's disgusting. But... They had napkins that said, it's the freedom for me. They did. It's the freedom for me. At that point, Walmart, that's a jest. Yeah, you're playing a joke on us. Y'all rude. It's a joke. No, it's Y'all a joke. Rude. It's an insult. Yeah, come on. That was rude. Y'all it's the freedom rude. for me, knowing that really, it's the freedom for and me. And I just feel like, damn, who? why white people so greedy? Why did you have to go and get Juneteenth? Why couldn't you just let it be out in the air until some black person said, I'm going to be the first black person to trademark Juneteenth? You ain't going to allow Oprah to try and bid on the shit. You ain't allow no black person Tyler to Perry. even get in on it. You Tyler was a immediately like... That's... <laughs> so it's just kind of like, damn, with your goof eyes. Like, you do definitely deserve a little dough. It is. So y'all be mindful. 
Yeah, I be mindful of what the white people be doing, G. Because now I'm like, I'm an alert, G. I'm an alert. I'm an alert. I'm an alert, for real. But y'all, Dami, we are an hour and 38 minutes on, on this. You know, we always do this when we come back. I was going to say, you know, when we come back, we got to give the people something to look forward to, something to listen to. Just want y'all out. to know that once a month, we're going to take a little break because we deserve the mental health break. May is mental health month. And that's okay? on mental health. Okay. we Listen, listen. if y'all don't want us to take a break, pay us good money. That's on new mom master's degree program. Period. Pay us good money. <laughs> Listen, y'all better send this podcast, okay, with all our over 110 episodes. Send it to your mamas, your grandmamas, because we diverse like that. Yeah, we may take a little shit. We may curse a little bit. They they can cover their ears. They can take their headphones off, you know, when we curse. But we're we're still PG-13 to a certain level. We're still family friendly to a degree. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Send it to your uncles, your aunties, your baby mamas, your baby daddies. You know what I'm saying? We're speaking the truth right here. We ain't talking nonsense. Help us out. We we in this shit for three years. Okay, period. Okay. Um, we're trying to get our reparations. I have a little quote. I, I do have my, my little quote okay, that I have for you. Yeah, yeah, let me give you my little quote. Only in America can, can one be pro-death penalty, pro-war, pro-unmanned drum bombs, pro-nuclear war penalty, uh, Pro-nuclear weapons, pro-guns, pro-torture, pro-landmines, and still call yourself pro-life. Mm. Only in America. I'm going to say it one more time. Only in America can we be pro-death penalty, pro-war, pro-penal, um, pro-penal, dose. I'm sorry. I'm taking sorry. Pro-unarmed <laughs> <laughs> drone bombs. Pro-nuclear wars, pro-guns, pro-torture, pro-landmines, and still call ourselves pro-life. Hmm. It's like everything we do is opposite of pro-life. Exactly. Like of this textile shooting. A lot of rabatas. The formula shortage. The the abortion. It is, it's so against pro-life, then we say we are a pro-choice country. We're a country of freedom. Opportunity. Land of milk and honey. Where is that? Damn. Where is it? Truly, let's Damn. think about it. You know, one thing I do want to say is other immigrants. You know, we think of America, because I have family in, in, you know, in Nigeria who are fighting tooth and nail to come to America. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to come here legally. Mm-hmm. And it's like, America, it's not what it used to be. It's not what it, it, it's all supposed to be. She was London talking about. <laughs> I'm like, if you can be successful in your country, be that. Let America be where you come for vacation every now and then. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Go to Canada. Go to other European countries. Don't let America be in a born country. For America real. is not a born anymore. In anything. Shit, go in Mexico. In math, science, and education, in safety, and education. It, it, it's not a born anymore. Go to China. And I hope this kind of hopefully awakens our politician mm. because what i could say we nigerians we africans are here we don't choose to be here mm. we don't willingly be like we want to be in america no we only come here because our country is shitty right mm. because the government is doing shitty things with the western world because america the europeans are also in hand with the corruption going on yeah corruption does not occur just by oneself it, no. cor- it occurs with another partner it's a unit you know what I'm saying? It's a partnership going on. 
So I know for a fact, if corruption wasn't going on, my, I won't be here. I love Nigeria. Y'all be in Nigeria. I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was like, if she had enough resources, money, she'll be in Nigeria living life. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. It's just Nigeria is expensive, too. And it's, it's expensive. Own, and, man. of course, corruption going on, it makes it much, much, mm-hmm. much worse and harder to live a comfortable life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And opportunities are, are a little. Scarce. So it's just like, please, our African governments of all nations, West, East, North, South, Central, Africa, come on, do better. So your people can truly thrive and be in your country and do better for the country. And I have to come to this Western world who don't give a fuck about your people. Okay. Western world, they don't give a fuck about us. Look at Russia and Ukraine. They, grow, they don't care. You're black. That's it. You have some tint in your skin. Come on, get out. Go to the back of the line. You the last we gonna yeah, think about? Yeah, like it, it really. What's the back of the line? America, you gotta do better. So America is not pro life in our actions, Mm-mm. in our ways. Mm-mm. We're not pro life at all. You're, you guys that you're about there, you're about to the world, you're about to nation. Listen, I'm, I'm proud to you know because I have moments of like, am I proud of being Nigerian? But I am proud to be Yoruba. Facts. I really am, G. Because especially being a mom. Having a child, it made me more in tune with my Africanness, if that makes sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I'll be damned. Because I see African Americans, the lack of culture, what it does to them, mm. right? I'll be damned if my son ends up like that. Because yeah. his dad is African American, mm. and I, I thank God that his dad comes from a solid family, where like they're, you know, they have sense, they are okay, where they are not on the streets doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, my son could be one of these other niggas on the street doing dumb shit. Did you see the news? The little newscaster where she was reporting on gun violence, and, and he had the, and the guy, Roku remote trying to pretend it was a gun. Was it a Roku remote? It was a Roku remote. They're looking for the guy, and they yeah, because he he pretended it was a gun on national TV, well, and, regional TV. And you gonna do some dumb stuff like that? Oh, sorry. Oh damn, bitch! I'm like you slow. You do talk about something to end the shit. No, I do the Oscars. Like she talking too much. End <laughs> it. I'm sorry. I'm pitching real quick, but no. you know. I just have to, I just, I just, you know, despite the stuff we talk on the podcast, we talk fun entertainment, but we're here to educate the people, to encourage the people who are black people, you know, represent blackness, black culture, African culture. We got to do better. But that's it. Okay. And this is Cross Culture. Play a music. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, it just came on. Only you bring out the best in me.